Testing, testing, one, two, one, two. Hey, Dynamic Menace. What up, what up, what up? Back after a little while. It's halfway to Christmas. Leon Day. Yep. Dynamic Menace. <laughs> Hi, everybody. We're back for the first time. We missed you. Get it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been a long time, but um, yeah, we're uh, about to put the wheels back on this fucking engine and car and we're gonna make this thing, uh, get this thing out of the garage and get it on the road again. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's we're halfway to Christmas. And that's right by the time we start shaking ourselves awake and coming back to life. Yeah, getting ready for the, the we're, holidays. We're coming in your house. We're ju- yeah. we're giving early presents. We might be dropping a few off. We might be taking a few things. Yeah, but... we're doing some Juneteenth Friday. Yeah, so that... we may take some stuff. We may give some stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Yak Smith this year. Ooh. Yeah, I'll make sure I, I'm going to save all my shavings <laughs> and that's everywhere on my body, not just my face. Yeah. Threaten everybody with a good time. Why don't you? Uh, How is everything going? Good, man. Good. I mean, you know, like always, we just constantly uh, trying to move forward, do what we got in front of us and kind of uh, I want us personally to get back on working on like myself. I kind of got lost in work and, and, I, and again, I don't regret it. Not a bad thing, but like trying to get back into uh, a little self-care and even stuff like this, like being able to have time to do this this podcast yeah. and, and uh, break bread with you a little bit. So, yeah, that's all. That's been my focus, you know. Yeah, um, I've been seeing you a little bit more at uh, Midway Bar and Grill here and there. Yeah, man. I, I felt Way like, more fun. Uh, that place has needed our energy. And this, yeah. Uh, Shifts go by so much more quickly and more – this is more fun when you're there. Like, I like a lot of the guys that work there, but, like, I mean – I don't know. Maybe Dallas. I might hang out with Dallas. Maybe Dallas has grown on me. He's yeah, like, me too. He's like that. Uh, he's like you know what? Most people have herpes, and then you're like, first like it's fucking weird. Why did I get herpes? <laughs> but then you're like, hey, it's mine, man. You just got to learn to deal with it. Yeah. Sometimes he's a little itchy. Other times he's not even a bother. Yeah. I don't know. But he's I, yours. I don't really like a lot of people. But I was like, <laughs> yeah, he's cool. You I know, Dallas. I had fun with him. We we actually. This is the week, if we're dating this, this is the week of the Pacers golf tournament. And uh, it was this past Monday. Today is uh, Thursday. Today is Thursday. And, uh, yeah, I was riding around in a golf cart all day, like, delivering ice and making sure everybody was cool. at like, all these different holes. And uh, I would so occasionally run into him. familiar with how, I mean, basically, Southern Cal always has an opportunity to find a way to involve drinking yeah. and shenanigans in anything they do so there's uh sponsored golf tournaments so you got all 18 holes and so again for those of you who don't know it's a it's a way to network and have vendors put their products out there and to have our girls from midway kind of make it a little more entertaining so at every hole there's a food liquor or some type of ambassador pushing their products sponsoring the golf and also you might see one of our beautiful ladies uh, entertaining or caddying as you uh, as you play all eighteen holes. Yeah, it was a good time. And then whatever holes they have available. <laughs> and uh, I was running. I would run. It was like ships passing, you know. And I would come across him each time. He was like more and more just hammered. You know? <laughs> but it, most people like annoy me when they get hammered. Like the following day, we were hanging out with a handful of people who were just like getting on my nerves because they were fucking so hammered. Like, I don't like Dallas, sober. Now yeah. you drink. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the about Dallas, he's actually been sober, so he's been high. So the yeah. the, the uh, intoxication is through uh, the um, the edibles he's been throwing back, and it is pretty funny to catch him high. Yeah, 
the tournament was just fun overall. I think yeah. like we had a situation we're going to deal with, but I mean, just like everything, when there is work involved or something, especially alcohol involved, there's always going to be some little hiccup. But overall, yeah, it was pretty fun. Yeah, I might do it again next year. It's been a long time since I got under the sun. You know, I need some vitamin D. Yeah, but, uh, as me and uh, Kyle Becky so always call him. Got to get these milky whites some sun. So we're talking about our thick old thighs, man. Yeah. They needed some. Uh, they needed a little smile from the sun. Yeah, and we did arm ourselves to the teeth with about like six or seven squirt. Not even squirt guns. They were like Blasters. some pump action fucking yeah. squirt cannons. They're lucky we didn't think about this like for an online purchase like a week or two ago. Yeah, yeah. We are very spur of the moment. That's we would have got like bad. Some, it's just we would have got some black market stuff you can't get like. Some, like backpack where they exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was a good time. Well, well, we were having a good time again to show you how good the fucking company was. Everybody loved the fact that they were getting fucking soaked. Yeah, it was pretty hot. It was a hot day, so like they were enjoying it. Yeah, um, uh, we got a couple things to talk about. Like, there's been uh, it's been a little bit of time. There's been some shenanigans in like the things we follow, like entertainment news, like old old Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. A trial wrapped up, and Ezra Miller's been getting in and out of some shenanigans. Yeah, and you know what? Honestly, it's sad with DC and Warner Brothers. Yeah, but I want to hang out with Ezra. I want to see how weird he. Gets. I don't know what's going on. I just, or is he like fun weird, or is he like this is awkward? I gotta go. I get the feeling he's like mentally ill, like just yeah, all over. I'm the sure place. there's a dab. Of, I'm sure there's a dabble of that. Yeah, I don't know. I, think, I want to check his cookies. I want to see what he looks up. I don't know. What's what's. What kind of weird holes does he get into? I don't know. Didn't he, like, he kidnapped a kid, right? Like, was... Well, so here's, again, um, this is... It's all hearsay. Like, like Bobo would say, don't trust me. I don't read. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anything. <laughs> um, but from what I saw and kind of read over, um, he had this relationship with some underage kid. An underage, I don't know how young he started, but he was definitely under 18. Yeah. Uh, writing him letters, flying him out to wherever he was so he could kick with him. And then somehow, yeah, apparently was like, well... How does it happen without the I don't know how kidnapping... Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's the rule of what kidnapping is, but basically was like, no, like, I don't want you to leave type of thing. It's like, we don't condone rape, but how else are you going to fuck somebody if they don't want to let you? <laughs> so I get it, man. He wants to have fun with his kid friend. Yeah. But his dad wants him to come home. <laughs> yeah, so this is all so weird. It's the fucking really streetlight was on a long time ago. Yeah. And Ezra was like, yeah. nope, you're not making it home. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, I bought your flight here, but I can't buy the one back. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, it was the whole thing's been creepy. And like, I mean, that's not that's one of several incidents with him, like in a relatively he's, short time frame, he's right? Got like, and, and here's how I would say that's the stuff we hear. Yeah. So he's got like noteworthy shenanigans yeah. that have been noted, but like what are the ones we don't we like that get missed? There's the one of him choking like a fan or something, like in a in a grocery store, or department store, it was like a Target or something, right? He's, he's like, he's wearing like he's a fur coat, yeah, like in Walmart. Extravagant. He is. <laughs> and what does this nigga think he no is? offense to anybody who yeah. wears wild shit, but he is. Yeah, he's a character. Yeah. Off, off the screen. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't approach him. Like I don't care how much you like the Justice League. Yeah. Just like you know, give him about ten feet of space. He is COVID worthy. He's yeah. six feet. You need yeah. to give him six feet. Yeah, maybe a little more. <laughs> yeah. Then on, you gotta be careful. on top of that, like, then they said uh, he got into it at, like, a bar or something where they were singing karaoke. Yeah. Got into a fight with a dude who was, like, throwing darts and somebody who was, like, singing karaoke, right? Yeah. And then he broke into this couple's house like there was a breaking and entering, like. Good old B&E. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, again, part of me is like, man, live your life, buddy. Look yeah. at you. I mean, he is like, I have can care less about consequence. Yeah. Which is the, part of the reason I agree. Like, it's got to have something wrong with him. Got to be something a little loose. Yeah, a couple screws loose. Yeah. You fry short of a happy meal. <laughs> it's, it's the people around him. It's like, they probably let all that shit go by because, like, yeah. oh, he's Ezra. He pays some of my bills. He probably has a bunch of yes men around him. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's like, no one's like actually caring for the yeah. welfare. Yeah. Because I don't think you get to that level of weirdness without having been like, hey, man, there's some issues, some health issues, some mental issues you got to take care of. I remember hearing after, like, Michael Jackson passed away, like, because they blamed a lot of it, like, on his physician, right? His quote-unquote physician, like, giving him a bunch of pills and medication well, he didn't really like. like. That's, you know. Same thing. And, and this is nothing against doctors because obviously yeah. they were way smarter than us. But it's like, it's called medical practice, right? Yeah. So, like, they were just rolling the dice on the the combinations of stuff they were given. Yeah. And it's just like any medication. You fucking just try to see what works and playing roulette with it. It's, like, it's crazy. But he said... Or they were saying, and again, there's like secondhand information. There's like hearsay after the fact. Yeah. But they were saying that like he would come in, ask for like these pills and medication and everything. And if you told him like, you can't take these. Like these are, you don't need these. You don't have any of these symptoms. Like he'd look at you like you're fucking stupid. You know, like you not know I'm the fucking king of pop. I did thriller. Oh, yeah. Pick a, uh, um, Pick a decade. Go ahead. Exactly. Pick a decade. Yeah. <laughs> You're liable to get slapped with a rhinestone glove. You want me to moonwalk on your ass again? Exactly. What do we went last time? <laughs> what if he was like super gangster? Like he was in my head, he was. Yeah. Whatever. He's like playing. You know how like we all play the two roles. When we were at work, but then when we want to, we let that work voice out. Yeah. I will fuck. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> Throwing all these big words at me, so I'm going to take them as disrespect. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine that's a, a Michael hey. Jackson role afterwards. And when he when the cameras are off. Hey, you don't know me like that. Don't call me My- Michael. All right? <laughs> it's a Kang. <laughs> mama say, Mama say, Mama say. You're allowed to get fired. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, But... I mean, still in the DC Warner Brothers uh, roster, we had the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp uh, trial that wrapped up, and that shit was cuckoo bananas, Man, like from start to finish. That was reality TV, and that was. <sighs> I think that shit's a big deal, dude. That shit is a big coming from someone who, and I'm I'm pretty sure, like most guys I know have dealt, and this is not men's rights horseshit. But yeah. have you ever dealt with, like, a female who goes way over the fucking line, but she knows she can get away with it because it's against the no, rules? No, 100%. Like, you know what I mean? And again, I agree with you. This is not, like, some soapbox I'm trying to get on. But yeah. it shined a light on this is something that happens. But yeah. you would either clown your boy if yeah. you heard that shit. And yeah. it's, like, it, it's something that happens often. Or I should say this, a lot more often than yeah. been talked about because – the guys are insecure about bringing that shit up and the thought of like looking at a person and then actually like, if you didn't know Amber, you just read the shit that she did. You're like, yeah. there's no way that girl did. Yeah. That. Yeah. Exactly. And you're like, no, that shit really happened, man. <laughs> and it's not even just like as a guy being upset. I feel like females who are actually victims should be upset too, you know, cause it makes it harder to just like take them at their word when these lunatics are trying to fucking 
take advantage of just just try to flip the script and yeah. she doesn't want to cry exactly so you got these people who are genuine victims like yeah oh, listen man i got taken advantage of uh my trust was misused yeah and then he actually put hands on me or blah 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 verbally physically abused like all that stuff yeah. and then on any side of the of the bat where like someone's getting you know getting someone's crying wolf and pointing the finger it's like it's fucked up man yeah the whole thing was i like I'm sure he's a lunatic too. Like he is, he looks like he has a touch of, you know, a little <laughs> I'm sure crazy. He's, a little more in the, uh, he's accepted. Crazy excitement. Yeah. I don't think he's. I think he's out there trying to hurt anybody. No, he's not. But I feel like he's definitely like. Uh, <sighs> he probably is willing to invite a lot of the crazy, which yeah. most dudes are. You're like, hey yeah. man, uh, I'm willing to take a little of the crazy because yeah. the fun side is up there. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. sacrificing some of the crazy for this yeah. exciting life, you know. Yeah, but. At some point, yeah, he's got to be like, dude, I can, I got to stop hiding this bastard. But she was like, I mean, I feel like every guy has dated a girl who's like, gets a little upset and they're like, oh, well, she's crazy, you know, but it's not like legit crazy. It's just she fucking acts out a little bit, you know, or something like that. Yeah. But this chick was like l- legit saying some wild shit. Well, like, all right, let's just forget that she took a shit in his bed, right? We'll take that off the fucking scoreboard. Yeah. But, like, the the interview after the fact where, where the lady was like. Says the man. <laughs> yeah. Try to make him believe. She was like, the, 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 you know, the lawyer, his lawyer said that, you know, this was the performance of your lifetime, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, is this, you're talking about the man who defended the guy who convinced the world that he has scissors for hands? And there's just that moment. Where she's just like, mm-hmm, yeah, I said it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just completely, yeah. She just like high five herself. She doubled I down, it and I said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it weird that there's parts of me that are like I like you? I didn't like you a lot, but now I'm kind of like very intrigued. <laughs> it's so fucking. And it's. Uh, and it, it stays. I'm intrigued by like I want to watch behind the glass. I don't want to hang out with her. I don't want to be her friend, but yeah. I want to just watch her. <laughs> behind a very thick glass and just let her live kind of in this weird environment that we'll we'll just manipulate. Well I feel like I don't know, really I feel like, really I feel like you know like Big Bird spent forever trying to convince people that like Snuffleupagus was real. Like I have spent I had like almost every relationship like had some fucking crazy shit from like one of my exes and everything. And I try and tell like, my friends or people I know that, like, yo, this is why I just don't want to do it anymore. And they look at me like I'm fucking being, you know, just, uh, I'm just being over the top or dramatic about it. But, like, yo, this is the kind of shit I'm talking about. Like, show of hands. Who has had their girl wake up and be mad at them over some shit they did in their dream? You know what I mean? And it's not even just one chick that's done that shit to me. Like, why yeah, do you have a fucking attitude? You just get the raw luck of the, the love. Yeah. Luck of the draw. I don't know. I don't know. So, you're like, yo, I have all the testimonies. <laughs> I feel vindicated now. Like, yeah. They're out there. There are these fucking lunatics out there. start writing letters. Fucking Johnny. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, just to let you know. Yeah. In the background, I was cheering for you the whole time. Whole time. Yeah. I bought a box set of, like, fucking... Edward Scissorhands, <laughs> Corpse Bride. Says the yeah. man. <laughs> I kept thinking of uh, Beverly Hills Cop, but. Says <laughs> the man. Who wrecked the buffet. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I kept thinking about. 
those listening here and listening to him saying that. Wreck the buffet. Damn you, Axel. <laughs> um, the other thing that I kind of wanted to mention, I think I talked about, we've been talking about it consistently since it happened last night, is... Thanks, uh, You know, all right, so let me just preface this by saying, like, we're acclimated to how much... I feel like body modification is like a little bit too fucking sci-fi, but like the plastic surgery down here is is gone. I don't want to. It's just it's gone. Come so far, and it, people are just doing it so casually that we don't notice it. So here, you know? here's the other thing. I agree with that because that's the biggest part of it. Yeah. So when you got to look at this, right, is we are in an environment where it's so oftenly done, like yeah, whether it's face. Tummies, asses, tits, yeah. whatever it is, this body modification, these, you know, cosmetic fucking surgeries, yeah. it is almost like just going to get your hair done, get your panty and met. Yeah. Uh, Petty and a manny. It's like, if I if I just tell like some of these stories back home to my brother and cousins, they'd lose their mind. Yeah. I'm like, no, there's like half of these bitches that do that. Yeah. And so, yes, we're still, we are in an environment where it's just, like it's even when I was working, even like working in La Jolla with the gym, it's like there's spas, whatever you want to call them. That's what they put them under. But there's like all these body consultation spots, like all over the place. Yeah, that's just what's normal now. So talking about it at a young age, breast augmentation. Yeah, doing a face. They Girls are getting two, it for like college, two or three for a reduced price. They're like, getting it for like graduation presents and stuff. And like, and, and like, I don't even think about it now. Like that sounds normal, but it's because like you're getting it like in. Over the years, we've we've gotten baby steps, you know, going forward and forward and forward. But if you jump back and talk to yourself, like when you're like 15 and like, yo, this is what it's gonna be like. Yes, It'll be such a. She's gonna take all those tacos and burritos she ate late night. Yeah. Suck it out of her gut, <laughs> and she's gonna go from suck to blow and put it in her ass, <laughs> like a good old baseballs reference. And it's just it's so much no waste. The doctors are like, you know what? We we here at fucking sucking butt. We are like we we recycle. We use every piece of fat we take off. We put it back in you. Yeah. And like the thing is, like, uh, I mean, I'm not shitting on it at all. It's just I kind of stepped out of like uh, my perception of it of just how normal it is now. And I was trying to think like if this if just somebody walked in looking like one of these girls who has all that shit done, like when I was like 15, 16 years old, you'd be like, it would stand out like drastically, dramatically. I still want to ask all of them, like, who hurt you? <laughs> well, like their Why? their appearance is like their business, you know? It's for like some of them. Most of them. For, for some of them, I'd be like, yes. Yeah. But the other thing is like, a lot of these bitches just don't want to hit a gym. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. The problem is they've had this body since they were, X amount of age, whenever they developed, and then they had this thing called metabolism. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, wait, that goes down, um, so I can't just eat what I want and not work out. Yeah. And they'd rather go the easy route. But what they don't understand, it's just you can't. This isn't like a cartoon up. You don't just yeah. go to this body mechanic every three, six months. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. It's so unhealthy. There are ones, there are a handful of them that are, like, going to work out, and then this is just, like, supplemental to that, mm -hmm. you know? There's a handful. But there are a bunch that are just like you said. But it's also like their faces too. It's almost like I want to look on their body. Is there like a you know how they have that sticker? But like, oh, 
um, meet us again in 10,000 miles exactly. or when this, this left boob goes along this line. <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's, it's more than just like the, the, the cosmetic surgeries and stuff like that too. Like they have so many tactics and tricks and everything. And it's kind of become, I think before I worked there, I wouldn't have been as privy. Like we kind of know, they have a bunch of like makeup tricks and everything to make their face look like another face. Because we also get to watch them walk in. Exactly. <laughs> that's how a ton of become like more obvious to us. I don't like, know what YouTube tutorial yeah. they watch, but it's amazing. It's incredible, right? Whoa. That's kind of the reason like I'm... Even the more like very attractive, beautiful girls who yeah. like, honestly, again, it's it's where we live, man. Because those girls walk in some of them and they're just gorgeous yeah. naturally. And anywhere else in the world, they wouldn't have any insecurity because... You know that just they are, but yeah. in this world we live in down here, and it's so superficial, and yeah. and obviously the industry we're in, they feel insecure, and they don't need to be, but they are, yeah. and they go back there and they fucking Picasso themselves, yeah. And it's fucking, I mean, cheers to them. They it's are amazing hard. when they come yeah. out, yeah. Like they're they're already pretty, they yeah. but they come out looking like like rap video chicks. I want to take you to a ball. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the reason we brought it up is because, like, <laughs> our, we're not going to mention the name. All, I didn't even know it was our friend. Yeah. It took us a good hour to figure out who she was. We, were and playing, we didn't piece we were, it together. Like, we were just doing from, the restaurant yeah. fucking fake it till you make it. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Because, like, all right, first she walked up and she was like, hi, Rob, and, like, hugging on you and everything, which is not uncommon. Like, a lot of people recognize you, you know? And a lot of people, you meet so many people and you've been around like a lot of places downtown that there's just going to be a handful of people that maybe you just don't remember. Yeah. But then she turned to me and she was like, Hey Drew. And that, that was the curve. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know what? Hey, you look great. Remind me again who the fuck you are. And that's pretty much how it played. We were supposed to scratch our head. And she walked away, and I was like, Rob, who was that? And you were like, I have no idea. That really was the curveball. If she just said hi to me, I'd be like, oh, it's just another girl that I forgot. Yeah. I'm a dummy, blah, 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 blah. But the fact that she looked at you, physically touched you, yeah. answered your name, which is like, if you do know Drew, you know you shouldn't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> but she said it so happy, like she yeah. knew them, and know that his name was Drew. I was yeah. like, who is this yeah, mystery lady? Exactly. I thought somebody was like pranking us or something. And like in that. my head, I was like thinking, thinking, thinking. I was like, man, just randomly. I didn't really didn't think it was an option. But I was like, hey, it looks like this girl like, could be her sister. Yeah. But I know she doesn't have a sister, so yeah. that's impossible. But man. And we didn't even like figure we were asking out. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had to look on the ID scanner to see the name. And it was like, holy shit. Yeah. Just a heads up, before you come out in the real world, change your ID or your passport picture. Man. Was the picture still the same? On yeah, a, yeah. The, one, the one I remember, yes. How do you get away with that then? Like going to like, well, I guess she's old enough. It looked like you were borrowing somebody's ID then, yeah? Yeah. I would have questioned her. Yeah. She looked like a completely different person. 100. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like her. But we've been making jokes and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Like, I think she would appreciate it after a day. But like, so we told her she's actually cool as shit. Yeah. And so if we had told her, it just—it's been a long time since we've all talked. Yeah. So if we were still cool, she would still get. But that's the whole point. We haven't seen her in so long. Yeah. So it was an avalanche of face-off memes with Travolta and Nicolas Cage. We literally, obviously, this is like coming up on twenty-four hours almost. Yeah. yeah. And we're still just like. <laughs> 
what the fuck? Who was that? I don't believe it. Yeah. Like maybe she did some type of a ghost in the shell, like body swap where she imprinted her consciousness on a computer chip. That came out, like, you seem to have good friends and body. <laughs> Like, oh. <laughs> and just took over the body. Yeah, she did some child's play Chucky curse <laughs> on somebody else. Learned some yeah. voodoo down in in the old Mississippi. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was jarring, and that that really kind of sent me. I was and, thinking about it all day. It was like, funny yeah. because like there was a moment we were talking more, so I was able to like I, when I talk to you, obviously, especially to like unless I'm really working, I give. I just grew up with respect. Like, oh, you give eye contact. But as I was doing it, I was just scanning her up and down. It was the most yeah. awkward eye contact. Cause yeah. I don't know if she caught it or not. I was just going up yeah. and down like a like a facial scanner. Yeah. Just looking at her like. Looking at all the parts. You? You Almost like her? I wanted to just take my fingers and touch her like. <laughs> ah, is that you in there? She looked pretty. Yeah. I mean, the, the kudos. Like, yeah. this is not knocking her at all. It was just yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so jarring. That it, was, it was a huge surprise. Somehow you got a new, completely new head. <laughs> In all your travels since I've seen you in the last several years. Yeah. Good for you. But cheers to her. She seems to be uh, happy and in good spirit. So that yeah. was awesome. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, these girls. And, and, uh, <laughs> I was thinking about it. Because like, my favorite one is uh, when they come back from having Botox. And I know it's like a joke that's been done to death. But when their face is like fucking paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like however long it lasts, I'm sure like that one day of looking like a Dick Tracy villain. Fucking hitch. It's totally worth it for that one day. Yep, sacrifice. Yeah. I don't know. I was actually talking to the other girls. I'm like, like, all right, shoot me straight. Like, what is the deal? I go, you spent all that money, and I was like talking my averages of what you spent on that. Yeah. I go, and I was because I was curious. I, I was asking questions out of ignorance because I really don't like. Or how long do these lip injections last? And yeah. How often do you got to go? I go, is it noticeable? They're like, well, and I'll just like, just out of curiosity, they really don't know the process. Yeah. And I was like, well, I get it, man. Beauty hurts, but like, how long do they hurt? How long yeah. do they like, is there any point of that that you're kind of comfortable? And she was pretty straight. When it was, uh, yeah. And she was like, uh, a little bit. She goes, well, yeah, like you said, beauty's supposed to hurt. So like, I just, I don't like it when they get small again. And then it's like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Honestly, I think you probably notice more than anybody else. Yeah. Like, nobody else would probably notice. Yeah. I go, the only time we notice is probably the same day because you're like, oh, my God, they're huge. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of that, I don't think anyone really notices. No. Which is the crazy part. Like, I, I mean. I feel like most of the stuff is kind of dialed in. Like, liposuction doesn't really, it's not, it doesn't jump out at me. Um, lips can kind of be a little jarring. I think when they first get it, like, that same day, they're still kind of swollen. Some of the asses, they haven't really figured out the technology yet. You know, some of those... I mean, that, I mean, even that alone has come a long way because remember some of the hack jobs I used to see, but yeah, but still, but that, that's like a, it's like same day easy procedures. Like, those are so common now. I think it's it depends weird. on, obviously, it depends on where you go. Cause like, I mean, Mexico's right here. So if you go get some fucking $200 so, gig. Just like everything else, yeah. though, like, honestly, there's a lot of really good doctors now. Yeah. Whether it's, surgery dental all that stuff like, but it seems like the one who goes the girls who go to brazil or like go out of the country they come back with the ones that look like yeah, you, you wouldn't go, even be able to tell brazil, you go to yeah or la like there's certain doctors who are like, like i want to save up because they're like yeah. listen this is worth spending the money on yeah which exactly. i get you you get what you pay for sometimes yeah 
there's definitely like a handful they're just like <laughs> well i think what happens too i think if like say you say they're both good let's say they're both yeah. on good terms right but the one you spend a lot more money like what helps is a lot of these girls i noticed their recovery time is a lot faster yeah they seem a lot more like back in the business yeah but then again i mean i don't, I don't know man it's uh I, I will preface this by saying like we all have some form of insecurity or some, yeah. some body dysmorphia yeah but i don't know if it ever be driven to get under the knife now granted i'm a guy it's different for guys yeah yeah you know what i mean like and also when i get paid for my fucking gross body yeah i feel like dudes nobody that wants to pay me for my body <laughs> oh like uh, girls I mean, like it's lately i mean lately i've been getting you know um offers to be the stunt double for either batista or the rock but that's neither here or there i mean i don't want to brag about it it's cool <laughs> I, mean, like, I go let them have their shine guys i don't need to fucking i don't want to take the drive to la it's just so convenient I mean, like, but <laughs> girls like us for different reasons you know like it's, it's definitely not for our body you know <laughs> i mean that can play a factor but it's more i don't know i feel like they kind of like us more for like your swagger you know because no, you carry yourself i've always said that and me and, and me and actually uh rebel were talking about this a lot because we we're just talking about like girls in general they're they're just they're meant to be sexy. They're meant to be very physically attractive. Yeah. Even girls can appreciate other girls. Even if you're like, doesn't yeah. mean you're, you're gay or any like bi or anything. Like, yeah. you can appreciate a woman's body. You're never like, oh, look at that dude. Yeah. That dude. <laughs> if, if you go, I can say like, ah, oh, that dude works out because I want to talk about his work ethic, not because I'm like, ah. Oh, Look at the ass on that guy. It's not like fucking Double Dumber. Like, oh, he works out. It was like an old Adam Sandler bit when he was like still doing stand up before SNL or whatever, and he was just like, he was comparing like when a guy's like telling his friends when he met somebody new versus like when a girl's telling her girlfriends she met someone new. He's like, oh, he's he's amazing. We have these magnificent talks and this and that, and he has this. He does this for a living and this and that. And he takes me out to dinner and he just treats me like a queen and this and that. And he's like, guys. What's the first thing you tell your friends when you meet a new chick? She's got fucking great cans. Fucking her ass won't quit. Fucking all these, all these other like superficial, like surface yeah. level thing, you know? Yeah. But it's it's a joke, but it's like kind of true. Like yeah. Patrice O'Neill said the same thing, yeah. you know? So yeah, I, I totally can see it. I get why females like dump so much money yeah. into their appearance. Yeah, I get it. And none of this has been me knocking. And again, talking about the girls, like obviously, again, we we I don't know if we prefaced it earlier. This is not even just getting yourself better. This is somewhat of an investment because yeah. physically and off appearance, like these girls make money off their appearance. Yeah. When it comes to working as a dancer, you're like you're like, well, I need to be top notch. Yeah, bartenders too. Yeah, to the same degree, I don't think. I feel like the the dancers are like trying out for the. The new stuff at the right is just coming out. You so know? here, here's where, I, so I get all that. So I get personally, we want to do what we want to make ourselves feel better. Because yeah. the other day, who gives a fuck what about us thinks? Yeah, you want to be happy, cool. And then there's the all right. Well, I'm doing it for work because physically it helped me out get money. Yeah. But let's say you put that all together. You talk about these girls. They say they're super confident. They're fine with themselves. You got someone who's not going to make money off it, and they're they're wifed up. So which means like, hey, I'm not trying to make my bait seem that more attractive. Yeah. So the girls who do that, like I've met a couple girls, like either already have a boyfriend or about to get married or whatever. Like, I want to get all this work done. I go, why? That's the stuff that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Cause at that point it's like, what is your reason? Because when it comes to it, no matter what it is, how small it is going under the knife and having that augmentation, like it's, I don't feel that I don't see the value and the worth of it, especially if you have all the factors that that can bring in, like you already have it. Yeah. 
So I'm kind of like confused, but it's sad because it's, again, I'm speaking out of ignorance because yeah. in Southern Cal, we were around it so much. Yeah. It's something you see a lot of. And I'm just like, man, you know what? Like I have a handful of like uh, female friends who have uh, either been married for a long time or been in like long-term relationships and everything. And if they, they don't get attention outside attention from guys like, Dudes noticing them, they fucking lose their shit. Yeah, you know? I can see that. Yeah, just like you said, on the other, his hands on the other foot. Yeah, or how would you say it? <laughs> you can put your hand on your foot or something. Yeah, well said. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> look both ways before you get heat in the stove and the oven, kitchen stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wise words. You get it. Wise words. <laughs> <laughs> what I was trying to say was. Just like you said about men, it's like you want to know you can still catch fish. Yeah, know? yeah. So exactly. it's not about that you're going to fucking take the fish home. It's yeah. about you still the ability to be wanted, to be attractive. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I, you know, at that part, you know, I get it. That makes sense. You know. Yeah. Again, and I'm saying this not as a judgment. I'm. I. I, I actually, and I try to tell people like my questions are more out of curiosity. Yeah. I love hearing the way people think. And there's no one who's right or wrong. You know, fuck me. What am I saying? I, I just have my own opinion. It doesn't make me right. I feel like I'm always very all, curious. These are all observations. It's not like yeah. judgment or anything. And, I, and again, I feel like sometimes if they come off, I try to make sure they don't come off as a judgment. No. I, I try to make sure I, I word it. And if I don't, I apologize, fans. Yeah. But these are all just like engaging in the conversation and the curiosity of how people think. It's also a contrast to like how we as guys operate. Like, yeah. you know, when we don't. So even like with arguments, there are times I go, hey, all bullshit aside, you just called me an asshole and a, and a cunt and all that good stuff. Yeah. And now you still want to come in. I'm just curious. How many times does that work? I'm not yeah. even mad. Like, just tell me. <laughs> Feed my curiosity. <laughs> so if I was to break down and go, yes, I am an asshole. Yes, I have a little dick. Yes, I'm going to be security the rest of my life. Yeah. Was I supposed to break down and now allow you entrance? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me the one time that has worked. And I'm not even mad. I may even let you in right now. <laughs> if you can make a convincing argument yeah. right now. Right now. This is your closing argument. Let's go. I'm holding this line. Jury Let's is go. all ears. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so <laughs> I think we've been going for a good amount of time, but we still have Like our main topic today was uh, talking about some of our favorite comic book movies. Right. Yes. Like I don't think we were going to do a top ten. We we're just going to do maybe. Um, you know, I'll be honest. Like mm-hmm. I uh, was running out. I meant to make the list, but I did yeah. not come prepared today. I don't even say like but, it's, it's not like a list uh, or a top ten, but like maybe just discuss some of the ones maybe people have forgotten or yeah. the lesser, uh, the ones that don't really get the because sh- the MCU is like mostly what people have been talking about or like certain Batman Thanks movies. Them, it's gotten more people interested into the, into the. Um, the art of, of comics and, yeah. stuff, and just in general, just that whole genre and storyline. Like, there's people that go fuck. They're like, it was either dumb or from dorks. Or yeah. Things. Like, yeah. But now this is such a everybody wants to be a part of it. It's a multi-billion-dollar industry. Yeah. Or like genre, really. Like, think about just Comic Con alone. How yeah. It's exploded. So many people want to be involved with it, as opposed to people who are just diehard fans. You know? Yeah. So, like, obviously in the MCU. Like the most recent ones that everyone kind of uh, go nuts over, that we probably just would kind of glide past would be like Infinity War and Game. Obviously, everybody fucking loves those ones. Uh, everybody still 
remember is like Iron Man, and we already did an episode on No Way Home. Um, but you were saying that you just recently watched like some of the older like Sam Raimi Spider Man movies, right? Yeah. Which is, uh, I think we talked about in an early earlier episode. It might have been when we were talking about No Way Home, where newer fans who maybe were introduced to Spider-Man through like the MCU version might not connect with Sam Raimi's vision, which is more in line with like the original like 60s era where it's like a little more campy, you know? So that's cheesy. what I was going to kind of say. So you, you got to, I feel like a lot of people, um, if you have a background knowledge of a character or a storyline, not many people love creativity when it comes to just being able to like take a baseline story and like make it their own and make it adaptive to the movie screen, which is like, all right, well, if we're going to open it up to a broader audience, how can we draw them in? Which is like, is there a love story? Is there a sad part? Is there uh, a villain and a hero? How do we make the villain still likable? All these yeah. kind of things, you're going to have to adjust the true story uh, and which Obviously, Marvel and Kevin Bike and all those guys did a great job of bringing in people who have never even cared about the background story for Thor, a fucking Hulk, you know, and stuff like that. They just, you know, your baseline stuff. Like, oh, Hulk, the big, strong, green guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a dummy. Thor, he's a god. But you know what I mean? Like, but now they made it movie style. They made it more intimate. They made it a rom com. They made it something where everybody loves. So it's the newer versions, I feel, are way more attractive to the general audience. Whereas I feel like some of the older ones we know, they are true to the story, true to the comic, true yeah. to like the writer's vision of what he thought this guy should be. Uh, and neither one's wrong. No. Um, but, you know, I, I mean, just like everything else, man, you got to be open to things, you know, changing. You got to adapt to like, hey, man, the, the old school guys, they'd be like, hey, listen, this is going to. This is gonna change, man. Yeah, and this is kind of what you wanted. You wanted this this whole genre to be get bigger and be more popular. You didn't want to be the guy who had to hide that he was a fan. Yeah. Now you can do it, but now you have to share it. And people don't like that. Now they now that they have to share it with they with people who they feel aren't worthy, if you will. Yeah. You know what I mean, or didn't have to take the ass whooping when it wasn't popular. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, dude, you don't deserve to like him. I liked him first. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, oh, I love Batman. Who, who was it? You can see people fumble because they don't yeah. know. They're like, oh, you're so retarded. How do you not know who that was? Those, and they just rattle off yeah. all these random info. It's like, dude, these characters can be shared by everybody. It's okay. I think times kind of change, you know? So, like, back with, like, the Sam Raimi movies, Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, like, uh, we, you're still kind of the nerds, like, if you were reading these comics. And uh, I feel like things really change for comic book movies with the Nolan Batman series. Because it definitely took like all the campiness out. It was taking it serious. It was grounded. It was more realistic approach to Batman. Like you weren't going to see like villains like Clayface, which were more like supernatural. Yeah. Like everything was like things that could exist in the real world, you know? And after that, it was called the Nolan effect. I think we've talked about yeah. this before, but it affected like almost all the movies going afterwards, like which is why they it changed the Amazing Spider-Man when they rebooted it in like several other movies had to get like gritty reboots. Everything was getting a gritty reboot. Yeah. Superman, gritty reboot, you know? So, and I'm not saying that's a good or bad thing, you know, but it definitely 
move the goalpost, you know, when, especially when studio sees this is making money and other studios see that, like, all right, that's what we need to do. We need to do what they're fucking doing over there because they're making money. Well, you let's know? be honest, like, who's controlling stuff, right? Yeah. The people who are most in control are the ones worried about money. They're not worried about the story and how yeah. well it's written or how well it looks on, on screen. Yeah. Like, it's no different from any version of entertainment, whether it's a movie or music. The people who are in charge of it are the ones who are like, hey, will you make me money? Yeah. Like, fuck? Oh, you want to add a fucking, you want to battle a big fucking monster? Cool. Yeah. Throw him in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. a big spider? <laughs> <laughs> there has to be a giant spider at the end of this movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like, you know, to kind of piggyback what you're saying, like, they made that change. And so all the, so say for example now, we, you have, we, again, this is the good and bad of technology, man. We can find everything on YouTube. Yeah. We can find everything uh, on the internet. Uh, and they explain Easter eggs. And what they do is they give you the idea of what that director was thinking, yeah. what you missed. Um, whereas before you didn't have that, the only people that really got certain Easter eggs were people who read the book. Exactly. So if you didn't understand the concept of where that stuff came from, maybe the movie didn't make as much sense. Yeah. You know, like, whereas now you can explain stuff. You give a small background. Now the storyline of, of, of has a little more uh, attachment to you. You're yeah. Like, Dude, I get why he did it like that. That's cool. I see his vision because now I understand what he was looking at or what his what his vision was. Before, we didn't have any of that. So the only people, the small minority of people that got it were like, oh, I read that because in episode four, yeah. he did blah, blah, blah. And all that makes that's so cool that he added it in there. And so two things happened. A lot of people felt phased out because, like, well, I don't get it. Yeah. The small people were like, that's awesome. I get it. And individually, I feel special because I'm one of the only yeah. people who get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? The other thing, too, is because, like you said, we have access to all this information is we get insight as to why things maybe went wrong, you know, maybe not uh, even in that particular movie, but like in the sequel when things are com- changed completely. Because I don't. Do we ever do the episode where where we discussed uh, the change from Batman Returns to like the Joel Schumacher ones, where like uh, uh, I, think we, I think we maybe we I think we glossed over it. I don't think we talked big time on it. All right, go talk about it right now. Yeah, go ahead. Um, you had a better knowledge. Maybe you had a you talked a lot of you had more of a an understanding of the whole background story. So I'll try and keep it brief so we can keep this thing moving, but. So the original Batman movie in 1989 was uh, Tim Burton, right? And nobody really expected this thing to be the juggernaut it became, you know? Like, I mean, not to cut you off, but that's Tim Burton in general. Yeah. There's a lot of people that just was like, yeah. I don't know how to roll the dice on this guy. It's a big it's part of the reason different. why Ghostbusters 2, among other issues, like kind of bombed. Like they were like, we're going to put a movie out the same weekend or the weekend before Batman because it's just yeah. fucking Batman. So what? Yeah, yeah. You know? And Batman came out and just fucking crushed buried, and buried yeah. Ghostbusters 2. You know? And that summer, anywhere you went was fucking Batman t-shirts, stuff. And Warner Brothers had not prepared for this. They didn't sign any uh, marketing deals to, like, make toys or any of that shit. They tried to play catch-up after the fact, after it was released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Here comes Batman Returns, you know? So they're like, yeah, Tim, just go make your movie. We're going to fucking go make all these deals, you know? So one of the big ones was they made, like, Happy Meals or something with McDonald's. And they had, like, uh, I think deals with Mattel to make all their toys. So they're already cranking this stuff out before Batman Returns come out. 
Yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, we're going to make all the fucking money. We're going to make so much fucking money. And Tim Burton was like, I want to make a rapey penguin. And they're like, yeah, 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 whatever. We're trying to make all their money. No. <laughs> I can see, I want to see the email. Like, no, seriously, guys. He's going to get really weird. I mean, look at him. He's a penguin. Exactly. And it's Danny DeVito. And they've got, like, both phones. They're like, yeah, whatever, Tim. <laughs> I got Nike on the line. Like, we're fucking, just get back to making your movie. So, uh, Batman Returns comes out, and they've been marketing this thing to children, you know? Because I think the Batman cartoon was out, the animated series. Yes. So, that's doing... that was still kind of dark. Yeah, but it's doing the marketing to them, for them, to a degree, for kids, you know? And then plus, uh, a side note, just to let you know how much they were not on the same page with (laughs) Tim Burton. The Penguin toys, like, none of the toys in the Happy Meal even looked anything remotely close to the final designs, you know? They were like the 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 Adam West penguin yes. <laughs> you know? They were like pre-draft like Yeah, exactly. Script, like they had no just clue. Talk about they just thought it was gonna be like shark repellent that like first panel discussion. Exactly. Yeah, cool, take that. Let's make it. Yeah, exactly. They're just all they're just rubbing their hands together like we're gonna make all the fucking money this time. You know, we're ready. So the movie comes out and parents were like not okay with rapey penguin for whatever reason, like sticking the mud, you know, or like hypersexualized Catwoman making like her the yeah. with all the innuendo and everything. And uh, I remember there's an interview where so like you the, guys Burton, cast the basic instant girl for Catwoman. <laughs> You're so surprised. So like there was so much backlash. Like they had to go on like this apology tour. McDonald's had to fucking apologize, and like everybody, like they were all like eating shit because these parents were like, how could you sell this to my kids? This is not for kids. And Tim Burton was like, have you seen any of my other movies? No. Like, this is kind of what I do, you know? <laughs> so, I got the green light, man. I got the emails. Trust me. So all the executives like went like, back into their office. It's like, you got uh, a boomerang. <laughs> Strong J. Nasty yeah, Nelson. <laughs> Make the commercial what you like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nasty Nelson. Tim Burton and Nasty Nelson. Like all the executives go back like after Batman returns. And I don't think it bombed, but like they got like some backlash from like the parent groups. And uh so they're getting ready to make their third movie. And Tim Burton's like all in and he's like, Yeah, I'm down to make a third Batman movie. And he's like trying to tell them about their plans. And they're just kind of like, Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And he's like Catching on as they're having their meeting is like, you guys don't want me to make another one. They're like, no, you know what? How about you just take a little break? We'll have this other guy fucking take over for a movie or two, you know? <laughs> and, you know, we'll see where we're at, like, after that. So, exactly. So, Joel Schumacher comes in and goes a little bit more cartoony, like uh, Adam West. Yeah, yeah exactly. Makes it, And then the, that was uh, Batman Forever with Val Kilmer. Yeah. It gets a little more cartoony, a little more campy. And I don't think it's terrible, but the tone is way different, you know? Yeah. It doesn't get bad until you get to Batman and Robin. And you can tell there's a lot more studio interference and a lot more, uh, like, because this is, you're in the 90s now. And a lot of the Bat fandom is more acclimated to uh, the Dark Knight Returns, you know? Like Alan Moore style, like, dark detective like more serious and gritty which and, is why the animated series was doing it was starting to do well because it was dark yeah like, it even, took even it serious the tone and everything was very serious it took it serious and yeah. they didn't then you have the movies which are doing like 
bad credit cards and like putting nipples and shit on the suit. And, Dude, like, the nipple thing was hilarious. <laughs> the whole fucking yeah. nipple game. <laughs> yeah. It was, a, it was the it was the prequel to fucking Janet Jackson <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Like, what is going on? But to your point, like now we have information to or we have access to all this information to what actually happened and like now we hear the stories about like that last one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like it was what was it? He, anytime you see Arnold Schwarzenegger, unless you actually see his face in it, it's not him in the fucking suit, you know? If it's, like, a wide shot or something like that, it's his stunt double. And apparently, <laughs> like, the stuff, there's, like, a light in his mouth to, like, light his, his teeth or whatever, make him look like they're, <laughs> and I guess the hose broke and squirted in his mouth. He's like, ah, oh, tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? It was... He had a bad experience in general, so they could not get him to fucking go in the suit for any more than, like, the, the minimum. Yeah, exactly. So Whatever close-up shots, was like, that's it. We didn't know any of that shit when we were kids, exactly, you know? Right? We get it now, you know? It's, and it's, I remember liking actually, Batman Returns. And like, I remember hearing it getting a bad rap, and I was like, why? Like, I liked it. I thought yeah, it was good, you yeah. know? Well, you also remember, too, I think you and me are very open in general when, since we're young, and even now as we get older, we're, yeah. we don't judge as harsh. We're not critics to the point where, like, we may have an opinion, yeah. but I'm not going to cheek it to the point of hate yeah. or we're like, yeah. or over-pump something up just because, like, it wasn't what I expected. I think we go in there and be like, all right, yeah. well, let's see where your creative mind led it, you know? Yeah. I, mean, I think we both appreciate that part of someone just taking a base and be like, all right, well, Here's my background. Here's how I want that character to be, you know? Like, I definitely I try and meet each movie on its own terms, you know? Um, one of my favorite, I wanna, we've already talked about like a handful of movies, and we, I don't even think we really uh, singled out. Our first one is our favorite, but one of my favorites, my absolute favorite comic book movies, which I think people forget about, is the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Ooh. movie, right? Yes. Because it is definitely based so, on a comic. Yeah, but I think it's also one of the first um, really relatable, likable live action ones yeah. that like you're like, oh man, that's a cartoon that we all watch, yeah. and it's on screen. It's live, like you yeah. know what I mean. I think it was that perfect timing because we still hit an age of people who were old enough like us yeah. to go to the movie, but there were young enough people that like, oh, I still watch the cartoon, yeah. and it hit a wider demographic, so it was huge. Definitely. Well, this is. Right at the, in the heart of Turtle Fever, like what was that? Nineteen ninety. Uh, I think the cartoon was like eighty seven. Everybody yeah. wanted to fucking exactly the fucking ban. Yeah, shooting fucking sewer pots. And I heard they put that movie together pretty quick. They kind of threw that thing together, and uh, they got Jim Henson to do like suits. They uh, they based it more on the comics, so it has like a grittier like look to it. Dude, how, tell me. Tell me at like, whatever either younger age, how cool it was. Like, dude, I wouldn't mind being in the Foot Clan. How dope! <laughs> how dope was that spot, though? <laughs> like, I'm not even a big cigarette smoker at all. I've never, I wouldn't even like skate cigarettes. park but arcade. Like, Look at that! I yeah. might get into skating. I suck at it, but hey, there's arcades. I get to do what I want. There's cigarettes and stuff. Like, I don't smoke now, but I could. I could, you know? man. I mean, I just never. Maybe I just never bet a cigarette yeah, I liked. I totally would have fallen for it. <laughs> Yeah. Until, yeah. Until the first time you go out and you get the shit kicked out of you by a... <laughs> like this three-toed fucking <laughs> fucking weird monster. 
I didn't even see it coming. I was looking right, and all of a sudden, I was, <laughs> I was just trying to play Super Nintendo and go fucking skateboarding. What the <laughs> fuck happened? Yeah, I was just all of a sudden I was just the smoke bomb came out. And all of a sudden, I woke up and I was fucking underneath the fucking the fucking arcade game. The funny thing is, like, almost the same thing happened with that movie between the first one and the second one, where like the mom groups got upset because like it's so dark and gritty, and the turtles are. They curse. It's very mild cursing. Yeah. And they're like using their weapons and they're super violent, they said, you know. And uh, which is why when you get to the second one, the second one's still fun, but it's definitely more in line with the cartoon versus, you know, the, yeah. the comic book, you know. And I'm, I'm not shitting on it. It's, it's fun, but it's just the first one holds up better. It's a better movie. It has more of heart to it. Like Raphael's kind of the center, you know, it's kind of about family and Splinter trying to, you know, help his son Ooh, through this angsty that was, time. That was the other thing, so it's like, all right, well, let's stay away from the action. Yeah. Let's get more intimate. Yeah. And again, neither are right or wrong, but I think what happens is when you get people excited, because that's why you fucking watch it. You yeah. want the action. You wanted cool fucking people fighting. I'm yeah. not watching the cartoon because I want to know a little more deeper Raphael. Yeah. He thinks about, I want to see him on Dr. Phil. Like, no, yeah. I want to watch the movie. I want cool actions. I want to see yeah. them fucking, fucking have a force, force and fight against Shredder. I'm not worried yeah. about letting him sit down and all of a sudden Shredder confides about his deep dark secrets. <laughs> all of a sudden Leo's patting his back. But like, that's the weird thing is that like, because of the mom groups getting upset, like the second one, they don't really use their weapons. Yeah. You know, like they get, Shredder catches them in a net, and Leonardo's fucking swords are in his fucking cheese yeah. in the back, and he's like, "I'm gonna get out of this, Leonardo. <laughs> I'm on your leader. Think. <laughs> All right, they're depending. Everybody's depending on you. Splinter's watching. It's like a, it's like a big net. There's holes in it. Bigger holes together. Donatello, you're a tech guy. How do we fucking? <laughs> yeah, and. Besides that, like it was just, a, it was a lot more cartooning. I didn't notice when I was a kid, but going back and watching them both now, like you can definitely tell. Like they they beat Shredder with a fucking keytar. At the end of the, end of the first one, they throw this nigga off a roof in no garbage. <laughs> it's like a hard left turn. That you know? was like the digital <laughs> version of fucking Juice. But Tandem was like, y'all got the juice now. You just, you just got shut it, man. Y'all, all four of you, you got guys the juice. run the city. So you guys got a quarter juice each. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Y'all can get out of Madison Square Garden all you want, man. Yeah, but uh, that, was, that was one of my favorite. Uh, one of my favorite comic book movies is the original Teenage Ninja Turtle. Because it did have good action. It had really good action. And it had a good heart and good story and everything. So it got, like, got a good blend of everything. It didn't go too far on one side where it's trying to be too touchy-feely. You know, you got like some good good fight scenes in there. Yeah. In there. Uh, did you have one? Um, I'm thinking like, there's so many, like again, maybe not on the uh, favorite levels, but like I'm trying to think of all the ones that kind of brought me into it and you're like, all right, I'm glad they probably brought them on. Like, yeah. I think of all the Ninja Turtle ones. I'm thinking of all the Transformers. Yeah. Now, the Transformers ones were like, as much as I love them, because I think it's more of a bias, but like, they just increased, you got more, just so Michael Bayish. Yeah. But it was, again, I think the bigger point was 
this is something that we can associate. Like, dude, I only saw this on a cartoon. Well, not, well like I said, like, I think that Transformer movie, the animated one. Uh, oh, yeah. I think it was one of the better movies ever. And to finally see something similar that you can put on screen, yeah. I think that's such a huge step, you know? Because, um, so when I think about that first Transformer movie, you're like, that's so dope. The first Michael Bay one? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was really I thought it was one We all went to go see it together. Um, yeah. And... And then all of a sudden you got the racist cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, just, it, they, they kind of, they, they go down in quality, you know, and you yeah. you know what you're going to see. Like it's junk food. Like, and, and again, so again, I was just going to say, so it's like yeah. the Transformers. And again, I say this out of like, and I don't hate yeah. on it, but when you got a series, you got a, you got a franchise like that. Like again, yeah. you know how people hate Fast and Furious. Yeah. That's what I love it. That's my junk food. Yeah. Now, the quality does it get better, worse, or to stay the same? Either way, it's not. You could put all nine in the same movie. Like it's just yeah. this is what it is. Yeah. But I love it. I'll watch all of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the it's the Transformers though. The reason why that has a bigger bond with me is because I grew up watching it as a cartoon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So those were always pretty awesome. Um, and then for other ones, like again, if you want to talk about like where they began, where I really felt. Um, and not that it was a great movie, but like it, it got me excited about like what they could do later on. Was when I started watching the like the like, the first Hulk movie. Yeah, and I think like that was like a big step with the the animation because you figure like all these guys are like, dude, you can't get an actor who's gonna be that yoke. Like, yeah, I always thought in my head, I'm like, what are they gonna do? Get a bodybuilder to be Hulk? CG, right? And then so yeah. the fact that they had the ability to put that on screen and it looked for the time looked smooth. I'm like, yeah. that's dope, you know. Um, between that and then also all the X-Men, I mean, you got guys who are iconic yeah. at those characters. You know what I mean? Like, there's never going to be another Hugh Jackman as yeah. Wolverine. Like, I don't care. Like, God bless the guy who tries to fill those shoes. It's yeah. going to be tough. He played it so well, you know? I really did, like, the first. First, like, the Professor X and Magneto, those guys were yeah. fucking amazing, man. Like, that trilogy on itself was awesome. Like I, I, I would if those are even now today, if they happen to be on, you know, like you cook channels like oh. yeah. no matter where it is in the movie, like I'll stop, I'll watch the rest of this, you know? This is just their the X Men trilogy is awesome. I really, really love the first two more than anything. Um they, I know different creators have kind of taken over I think it was uh what was it, Brian Singer did the first two, then Brett Ratner did the third one, X Men United, where like they came up with the mutant cure. And then they start doing like they getting getting other directors and creators. Then they bring it back with X Men First Class with Matthew Vaughn, and he kind of starts over from scratch. Kind of, it's like yeah, a soft so reboot. Some other ones I didn't like. I like the first pair, like yeah. the first trilogy. But um, one of my favorite ones that people I don't even know if people recognize it as a comic book movie, but Men in Black. Yeah, I really do. I think uh, people don't. I, I think, again, out of ignorance, like they didn't know it's from the comics. Yeah, but it um, it is good. Fun if it's on, and I'll be I'll be honest. Even to this day, I don't care after the slap because I love Will Smith. I feel whose hands are clean. Who's yeah, never I, made I, I, that, Like I feel like it's not his deal breaker. That's not. Yeah. It, to me, and some people have things that are like, oh well, that's gonna taint him forever. Yeah. It'll be a stain. Yeah. But it doesn't change the shit he's done. My, yeah. So I am. I'm a huge like. At, like yeah. I love everything he's done. So Independence Day doesn't done. count anymore, or something. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> oh, really? Hitch, one of my favorite movies ever. <laughs> but dude, yeah. he's he's done so, like 
Fresh Prince of Bel Air is my life, dude. I can tell you every episode. Yeah. And it's one of those other iconic yeah. series that you, if we could talk about all the things we grew up on, all those yeah. series. To me, Fresh Prince was one of those, you know? Yeah. Um, not to derail off what you were talking about, but no, yeah, no. so Men in Black, so great job with this the casting, right? Yeah. So yeah. those guys are awesome. They play off each other really well. And then, you know, just they made it comical when it comes to aliens and yeah. the fucking <laughs> Yeah. Just, you know, you, you made it light, like it was you're like, oh, this could happen. And then you got like the weird, uh, whatever, like the, the fake news, the magazine that we get yeah. all the time. Yeah. You're like, no, this is all real news. Like, well, the rules. That shit was yeah. hilarious. They, you know I mean? It was really cool being introduced to this world through like Will Smith's character, Jay. Yeah. Being introduced to this world through his eyes, you know? And him having him react to like all this fucking new, bizarre shit. It was fun watching it. Because they were hiding in plain sight. Yeah. And that's the funniest part, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's all, all you have to do is look. You just, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, uh, what you were saying, I don't, when we went and saw Dave Chappelle and he addressed it too, because it was like right after that, we went and saw Dave. Yeah. And Dave pretty much said something to what I said on like our, our episodes. Like, I can see both sides. Yeah. I've been both of those people. Yeah, yeah. I've been the person who had like some fucking bullshit happen and then have to hold my composure and carry on with the show. And I've also been the dude who's at the end of my rope and tired and stressed out. Somebody says the wrong shit to me, and I fucking had to slap somebody, you know? Like, like, sometimes I talk people out, or sometimes I joke about it. <laughs> exactly. So like, I, I, I didn't get to tell you, you know, I ended up choking up that old dude last night. Did you? <laughs> so I said, hey, yeah. give me 30 seconds. Oh, come on, dude, it's my pops. It's my pops. So let me give you a quick background. I already knew he was drunk. This guy was at a table, yeah. super, super drunk. Um, I gave Drew the heads up, and we were actually dealing with another OI, another over in talks. So I was like, all right, we'll get to him. He wasn't like an immediate sense of danger. So, so yeah. those are not security. There's levels of like, all right, how much damage or how much of a threat is he? So if you can do other things before you get to him, cool. So the guy that threw up, I was kicking him out first. And then by the time we got the old dude, he was already on a good one. So yeah. my biggest thing was trying to get the bottles out of his hand. Because if he's angry and he's an old dude, he was going to use them. Yeah. So I got the first bottle out of his hand. I was controlling like, dude, you just got to head outside. And that's why when he kept his left hand away, I don't know if you heard me, you just did out a reaction. Like, you got the bottle out of his hand. Yeah. And so then we were dragging him out. He's got that old man strength. He was not trying to go anywhere. He did the, like, strong arm slash drop to the floor. Like, yeah. And, I want to go. and then you dragged him out, which is cool. And then he was just sitting in our lobby. He was like, we got him, we got him, we got him. So I don't know if it was his friend. And the other guy was, yo, this is my pops. Wait, wait, wait. Did you, did you hear me when I was talking to him? Like, it's... I caught myself because I was like fucking on autopilot because I was like trying to. I knew he had friends in there, so it's like trying to keep an eye on him. Yeah, yeah. And normally, if I have to carry somebody out, like I'm not trying to choke him out, so I go under the one armpit and over the neck, yeah. you know. So I'm trying to be safe and not hurt this guy, yeah. and I'm trying to like calm him down. So I'm like, easy does it. Here we go. <laughs> you hear me? Yeah, so I'm like, I could drag this. Here we go. Pops, oh, mio, mio. and I was just like. like <laughs> And I was like, easy does it. Here we go. All right. Easy, easy. Sun's getting real low, big guy. Like, uh, And I caught myself in that moment. I was like, did I just fucking say that? Yeah. The Romanov? That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was getting real low. I caught myself. I yeah. Perfect. I love that we can still be in our zone, but yeah. still be witty. Yeah. I was. So, in... so they kept holding him. I was like, all right, yeah. I'll let them take care of their guy. Yeah. And then it was just getting too much, and he was acting out more, and it was very theatrical at this point. Really? It was like, Stella! I'm like, right, relax, <laughs> all right? I need to just, can you just go now? And so I looked at the the, the the junior. I was like, hey, man. Yeah. 
you got 30 seconds to move from where I will. I go, I just, I got to do it. Yeah. And he's like, all right, it's my pause. I'm like, I, are you listening to what I'm saying? I don't care who he is. I don't care. Yeah. Whatever. Like, I, <laughs> I need to move him out. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, hey, I'm squeezing in. Hey, squeeze him in. Hey, yeah. follow me. It's me. And I went, and I did the same thing. I went over the top and under yeah. the arm. And then I, I made sure I got my hand right and I yanked him off because he was holding on to everything. Yeah. He was like a fucking little kid who had the like fucking baby hands. Yeah. So I yanked him out. And I gave him a little tuck. I was like, come on, you come with me. And I was dragging him out until I got to the middle of the parking lot. I go, come on, come on. I go, you don't want to fall asleep, right? And I kept soaking right before he was going to pass out. I let go. Go. <laughs> I go, see? I go, who wants to walk out now? Who wants to walk and I And I kept him here, and I grabbed my shirt, and I was rubbing his chest like a good boy. <laughs> so, I'm going to let go. I'm going to let go. I'm going to let go. I, mean, I like that we were both like super nice to him like this yeah, whole time. Because we I just like, wanted him to like get somewhere open yeah. and free, yeah. and then also realize you could go to sleep. Yeah, this could be way worse. Yeah, and then he—it was funny because <laughs> I know, like, hey, that gas woke you up. Yeah, I rub your belly because you did a good job. I go, hey, <laughs> I was like, now you guys got him. They're like, yeah, man, it's my pops. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mike. Don't be sorry, man. I go, usually it's vice versa. But you guys are super nice though. Like, I mean, his, his kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we weren't hurting him. Like it could have been way worse. I, like, like I said, my biggest thing because we don't know or trust these people. And I yeah. was like, that bottle comes away, I'm murdering this dude. Yeah. So I luckily got the first bottle out, and then he went to. He was like, <laughs> and "This is where you pick and choose." I don't think I was wrong at all. But he was like, "Let me just drink one more, and I'll, I'll leave." Like, oh no, you've had plenty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've seen that guy in there like a lot over the past week or two. Uh, apparently, after I went back in, because then after the other time, it's like uh, visibly you don't want to be the antagonizer. So after you feel it's safe, I walk back in. Yeah. But apparently, Austin, the off dude, got me. He was like, "Me, that guy crying. He kept saying sorry, and he was like, sorry, me. Oh, I'm sorry, I embarrassed you.' And then oh, I didn't mean that guy to get mad at me. Like I guess he was. Oh crying. man, not so feel bad now. Exactly. No, he just felt embarrassed. Yeah, that's I what guess it was, so. you know. Yeah, that's why. When, when you sit back and realize, like, dude, you cousin, you seen? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. If we just. Like just, like maybe just walked out. <laughs> yeah, nobody would have fucking seen. Yeah. I'd rather you call me a bitch. Yeah, like a fag, whatever. Okay, yeah, and just walk out. But now I gotta go back in and clean this. Yeah, shit. there are people like diving out of the way while I fucking drag you, kicking and screaming. <laughs> okay, here yeah. we go. Here we go, buddy. Yeah. All right, I, I got love, you. I love that we both calm talk. Yeah, <laughs> it's very condescending. <laughs> Donald was like, "Did you just rub his chest?" I go, "Yeah, he was a good boy." <laughs> <laughs> it was almost like. I, I saw it, but I still don't believe it. I want to start keeping treats in my pocket with my wrist. You know? Who's a good boy? Who's a loser? Who's a loser? That's it. I can't say no to you. I can't say no to you. Look at your face. <laughs> I love that we routinely have these tangents inside fucking bits. We were talking about men in black. Uh, yeah. How do we get yeah, to that? I don't remember. But, um,. Yeah, so Men in Black. That is definitely one of my favorite like comic book movies. I think it's a it's it's a big departure from the comics, but it's, so I think, like you said, though, yeah. it is probably not put in that category because I don't think a lot of people look at yeah. it as a comic book movie. Yeah, uh, there's another another big big one, uh, Deadpool. Fuck you, yeah, dude. yeah. It is juggernaut forever. No pun intended. Do it, yeah, dude. God bless Ryan Reynolds. Right? So he's a perfect example of just what you, you love, like, persistence and resilience in people. It's like, yeah. dude, I, 
I love when people are like very committed. Like there's going to be qualities. I'm like, hey, whether it's a passion, like, hey, I want to do this. I'm going to be really good at it. Yeah. It'll be great. And for him to like, from a long time ago, hey, I, this character, I want to play him. Yeah. Not only want to play him, I'm going to do him great. And it did, man. It was just so awesome. Man. A little bit more of a journey than that, too, because there was a, a portrayal of it in the Wolverine movie. Yeah, it was horrible. Didn't go over well. It was so bad. And he was like, you guys don't know what the fuck you're doing. I'm going to fucking take this off your hands and show you how yeah. to do it. Yeah. And even despite, like, the studio's resistance or... They were like, no, we're not doing this. They even shot test footage without their permission, yeah. showed it to him. They were still like, no, we don't think we can do this. And he was like, cool, fuck you guys, and yeah. leaked it right. on the internet. How awesome is that? All of us loved it, and they were like, okay, here's a little budget. Let's see what you can do. And it did yeah. gangbusters. Gave him, like, a college fucking college radio budget money. Exactly, money. yeah. And the thing, like, fuck you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill it. It was like one of the highest rated arm rated movies of all time. It's so good, like man. It's, it's so good. Yeah. It's so funny. And what's funny is, I think you and me were, I don't want to say something, but like there was a time, even before that, but like when we were like going to comic books every week, like we were we were getting to a lot of those and just yeah. like getting deep into all his novels. And yeah. He's such a. We were ready for that fucking movie. Yeah. We were such a. Interesting character, you know? Yeah. And for him to literally, it's an easy sidestep, that character. It wasn't, no. he, he played it well. Like, there was not too much of a drop-off from what that, the no. writers have that pool and kind of what Ryan Reynolds played, you know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't really a drop-off. It's I almost think... like they, like, what a lot of people believe, a lot of people didn't know that that pool was before. They're like, like, oh, it's Ryan Reynolds made that character. And like, no. Like, yeah. no. He just played it so awesome. Yeah. Him. I feel like we, we all kind of tell that it was good casting, even in the Wolverine movie, because, like, the scene where they're in the elevator or whatever, and he's just, like, talking shit, like, you're like, yeah, this is, <laughs> that's kind of what I want, you know? Because even he played, I felt like he, see, and again, this maybe this is in my head, I felt he has been practicing forever, because even in the Blade trilogy, yeah. I felt he was practicing that weedy guy, talking shit, but he's still a, a, an action hero. I think it's kind of him. But, but you know yeah, what I'm saying, though? Like, yeah. I feel like, Hey, I can do this guy. Yeah. The guy that can fuck shit up and still be funny in the yeah. middle of an action scene. Like you're in the middle of fight and you still got time to make a quirky remark. Yeah. Like he he did that well in the trilogy. And yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like he's like, dude, if all I gotta do is change a couple of things and themes for this whole hour movie, I wanna have yeah. yeah. He was born to <laughs> that character. Yeah. Um and those are some of my favorite comics. I was definitely we both we're invested in that for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Um, do you have any other ones that, like, really stand out ahead of time? Um, well, I mean, I, I, off the top of my head, because, again, I apologize. I didn't come prepared. But if I had to think about more recently, so you got movies like, um, like Thor Ragnarok that I yeah. feel... It did that character justice. Because I think it saved him because, in my opinion, because it has nothing to do about Hemsworth. It's just, even from the comics, again, my opinion, it's not a likable character. Yeah. It kind of sucks. It's boring. There's not too much about him that's exciting. Um, and then when they brought him in Marvel, even in the first one, he was kind of just lame, like blah. Yeah. Now, he was better in some of the joint movies and the Avengers. And even then, still, it was like, all right, cool. I'm glad he's part of the team, but. I'm not a big fan of them. And then, because um, if you think of the first, the, all the, the Thor movies, right? Like, 
the first one and even the second one, like the, the darkness one. Yeah, he's kind of dry. It's just, yeah, it's whatever. It's kind of, you're waiting for Loki to fucking do a shenanigans. Yeah. You know? But then Ragnarok, man, and thanks to fucking, what's his name, the director. Taika Waititi. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it brought, it brought out the character and it brought out Kim's Hemsworth. It was, because I feel like he needed that. It yeah. allowed Hemsworth to be himself a little more and like, so unlikable. Yeah. So you can see when some when a script matches up with an actor, because they it's everything yeah. seems a lot more loose, like and the natural. Yeah. Um, so that like Ragnarok was awesome. I feel like because of that, he was able to be likable. A lot more people liked him, and then, so that way when he just did a cameo in, in um, Guardians of the Galaxy, you're like, oh fuck, yeah, yeah. Thor's in it, you know. Yeah. Whereas otherwise, you're like, why is Thor here? Now? Yeah. If, imagine if it was the same Thor as Thor one and two. Like, yeah. It'd be lame. Yeah, you needed him to be the Ragnarok. It's so much like, more dry. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think being a great movie and a great setup for future cameos for whatever they're gonna do with him, I think it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, Love and Thunder comes out next week. Next week. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna see that. Um, yeah. So what next Thursday? I'm excited about it. Like uh, the, the I don't know if we talked about it on here. Like I um. I really liked the comic book line storyline where uh, you, we get the Mighty Thor, which is the female Thor, yep. and they they can't do it the same way, you know. So, so I'm already. I'll be honest, I don't know a lot about it. Well, all right. So this is what happens in the comic because I know if you were going to read it, you probably would have read it by now. It's like years old now. Yeah. Uh, but basically, in the comics, there's like this big event comic that uh, kind of affects a lot of different characters and it kind of spawns off uh, into different miniseries in several different directions. And basically what happens is uh, somebody kills Uwatu, the Watcher, and they have his eyeball. Like, and it's like a time bomb, you know? And once it goes off, like all these secrets that were in his head get leaked out to everybody in the Marvel Universe. You know, really? These are big secrets, you know? Yeah. So with Spider-Man, Spider-Man learns that uh, before the spider that bit him died, it bit one more person. So you find out that there's another person with spider powers, and there's a whole story there. Um, Bruce Banner finds out that the reason he, turned in, he got zapped and turned into the Hulk was because of Tony Stark. So there's tension there. And there's like a... There's tension, but it resolves itself, and it's a really interesting story there. So there's, like, all these stories. And the thing that happened with Thor was uh, Nick Fury whispers something. It's been up for the what ifs. It's weird, yeah. It's really weird. Uh, Nick Fury whispers something in Thor's ear. And uh, actually, it it the bad guy that's going to be in the movie here, Gore the God Butcher, yeah. he... Nick Fury whispers in his ear that Gore the God Butcher was right. The gods are useless, you know? And Thor immediately becomes unworthy. He's unable to lift the hammer. It's stuck on the moon. And uh, some time later, this new female Thor shows up just, like, kind of wielding the hammer. And he's nobody. she has, like, the full mask, like the helmet. Nobody can really figure out who she is. And they kind of play that as a mystery for, like, several issues, you know? And Thor's kind of trying to figure out who it is and he's going to like Lady Sif and his mother and like all these other females in his life and one of the person he goes to visit is Jane Foster and they kind of throw you a curveball because she's riddled with cancer you know so he's like it can't be her she's like pretty much on her deathbed you know obviously it turns out to be her you know 
And uh, anytime she picks up the hammer, she gets powered up. Like she gets the powers of Thor. But it's also a bad thing because it pushes all the chemo out of her body and it's undoing like her treatment. So it's making her, keeping her sick anytime she fucking has it. So she goes on her journey where she's trying to do good even though it's killing her. So it's kind of like a noble thing she's doing. And Thor is on his own path to become worthy again. And, you know, and it's a really good story. It's a really good story. People who actually read it, like, I really think it was positive. But the people were just, like, surface level, like, oh, they're trying to make Thor a woman. Fuck this, you know? Like, they were kind of missing the point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Sometimes these, these, these writers shake things up. But in regards to the movie, I really feel like, obviously, they're just showing you that it's Jane Foster. It's yeah. Natalie Portman. So they're not going to do the mystery yeah. angle of it. And it seems like they're probably going to focus more on Gore the God. Which Marvel has been changing up a lot of the stories from the comics, which I isn't a bad thing. I also feel they do it to set up the future. But obviously, they're like movies ahead. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... They're so great at being able to build these blocks, and we're sitting there on the second level, like, dude, yeah, they make thirty floors out of this. Yeah, and they're ready, fucking. Like, yeah. Also, they don't want us to like go in like jaded, like, oh, I know what's going to happen. I read the comic, you know, yeah. which I've come to appreciate, you know, like more and more. I've been avoiding all the trailers. Yeah, I've been avoiding trailers. Yeah, notoriously. Given all the big scenes, uh, YouTube has been trying to spoil it for me, man. Like, fuck, man. Yeah, I, it's unskippable. I, all that shit yeah, I used to be like excited, like oh, I won't bother me. Yeah, but now it's starting to hurt me. I don't want to fucking see any of it. I want to yeah. go in completely blind. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't want to know because it's gonna be different than the comics. So like, I want to just meet the movie on its terms. Here and you're wondering, you're thinking, yeah, and you set your own expectations. Exactly, it's not your fault, but you're like, well, they showed me what I think's gonna happen. Yeah. Now. I'm left to sit there and wonder, <laughs> and obviously your mind, your mind's gonna run. It's funny, like, so like one of the arguments me and Dom got into was, uh, so we were talking about Star Wars, and I was, I think I was arguing about like the things that actually happened in the movie. I was like, I don't like this, I don't like that, and I don't like this. And then you know he wants to pile on and like chime in, like I'm saying the same thing, but he's really not. He was like, well. This happened. We all thought this guy was going to be like this and this and that. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, yeah, in the trailer, they showed this guy. Dude. I was like, well, that's the fucking trailer. The trailer is not the movie. You fell for the shit they put in the trailer. But like most of the time, they don't want to spoil the movie. Yeah. And a lot of times they hire like a separate company to come in and just clip together yeah, like a bunch of exciting yeah. scenes to like kind of draw you in. But sometimes stuff that's in the trailer isn't even in the movie, you know? Yeah. So I was like, it sounds like you got tricked. Got bamboozled. Got duped. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Dom got fucking psyched out. <laughs> you think he fucking backed down from this fucking horse shit? No, he's like, he doubled down. He's like, nope. It doesn't make sense. Why would they do that? Yeah, it was. You're right, Dom. Yeah. I don't know why they did that. <laughs> um, let me see. In between eating pops. <laughs> He had, he had him like between his fingers, like Wolverine. <laughs> 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 ah, ah. Did you go to a bank or something? Where did you get that? <laughs> um, one of my movies that I don't think it did very well. I think it's, I think it's kind of an underground. It might have been like a cult. It might be considered a cult classic now. Is Dread? And I think I talked to you about it before. Yeah, we're talking about that. But it's 
really, really, really good. Now, which one are you talking about? The one with Carl Urban, not the Sylvester Stallone one. Sylvester Stallone one is fun, yeah. you know? But this one would be like... I watch the Sylvester Stallone. I have watched the newer one. The newer one is... The newer one is like the original Ninja Turtles and the Stallone one is more like Ninja Turtles 2. Gotcha. Right? So the Stallone one obviously is a little more cartoony. It's like Rob Schneider cracking yeah. jokes and stuff. This one's like more serious. Like yeah. there's a dude doing like the cliche standoff with like a hostage like holding a chick like a gunpoint or whatever. And he's like, don't you fucking move, copper. I'll fucking blow her head off. And he was like, yeah, I heard you, hot shot. And he was like, what'd you say? And he was like, yeah. I said, hot shot. And then you realize that the gun is fucking voice activated and he just loaded up hot shot rounds. He fucking shoots it into his mouth and like melts his face off. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. That's <laughs> so good. It's so good. It's like dark and gritty. Yeah. And it has a really good story about him and this, taking this trainee out into the streets and this shithole of his. It's kind of like, it's a lot like Batman, honestly. Was it, was it training day? It's like it's kind of like, like Training Day, is it you know. Judge Judge Denzel Washington. Pretty much. Well, except he's he's a good he's a, yeah, he's yeah. a good guy through and through. But like, uh, yeah, it's pretty fucking brutal, you know. Yeah. This guy doesn't fucking play, and he's murdered. What was the name of that genre you talked about that you put Judge Red under? Between that, my oh, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's that's the episode we were like kind of yeah talking about that. Yeah, we're we're gonna piece together some uh, some movies and discuss like the genre of cyberpunk i kind of want i know q was excited about doing it yeah because he's super into it too i think i think nico as well but uh yeah we'll have a cyberpunk episode coming up i definitely i feel like the shout out to the east coast chapter yeah i texted him the other day and asked him if they were going to be around never heard from him he said he was going to hit up nico and i never heard back from him probably out there doing they're both busy protesting. they're both busy they're in the middle of dc just fucking making this right yeah. Constantly on the soapbox. <laughs> Keep fighting that power, Q. I'm assuming Nico's shirt's off. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's got it like wrapped around a torch and it's on fire. Leading the brigade like Batman leading citizens. To What's that, guys? You need oil to get that fire? Wait, just pull it off my chest. <laughs> Does coconut oil work? <laughs> Is that flammable? <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much my list. I think for the most part. Do you have any other ones? Um, so the two I'm going to throw in there, um, just because I just thought they were they were just always kind of cool. I mean, just you when you talk about um, different styles of stories, like what can be realistic, what's not. And what's yeah. Hellboy I always thought was kind of cool. Oh yeah. So I feel Hellboy is one of those things where I like the underground thing and like yeah. the two versions, like because there's the two. The two versions now. What um, I haven't seen the new one. Um, yeah, I still haven't seen it yet, but I can see parts of it, and I've seen the clips. I'm like, all right, it's a little different take. Yeah. Um, so that was always cool. And then the other one, which is because I'm obviously super emo and more emotional as I get older, but I loved Logan. Yeah, dude, such a great. It's one of the greatest movie. comic book movies of all time. Dude, it's talk sad. About, talk about tugging on my yeah. heart. I have no problem admitting that I fucking teared up at the end. I was like, fuck, yeah. man. Yeah, spoiler alert, if you're a loser and haven't watched it anyway, yeah, he dies. <laughs> it's kind of... And, uh, but yeah, no, man, it was just, I thought it was just done so well. And it, it what, well, you got to appreciate about any movie, if it, 
if it excites you to investigate more, and I think that's what some of these movies do. Like, yeah. so if you watch Logan, there's a good handful of people like, dude, I don't know about Old Man Logan. Yeah. So you were looking up those comments, or you're looking up, hey, I didn't know he had a son or a daughter, or yeah. a son. you know what I mean? Like, so what it did, it just it grew some new excitement for some stuff that's already been established. Yeah. But now again, talking about growing the network of a, of a genre, like, I think that's what makes these movies really good for a franchise, right? Yeah. I mean, that's how I look at it. You look at like a business. Yeah. If my one event allows you to be more curious about the, my other events I do or what else we do as a company, like that's huge. I think a movie like Logan, if you've never even watched any other old X-Men, you're going to be like, who is this Hugh Jackman? Because there yeah. are some younger people that probably never watched the yeah. first trilogy of X-Men or any of the Wolverine movies or even know that he had children, you know? Yeah. So I think a movie like that, which... Again, I don't mean this in a sexist way, but like, say if you're a girl and could give two fucks about any of those Marvel action movies, you could bring your check to Logan. It's still a good, yeah, like a movie that they can follow along. You didn't know to have, you didn't need to have a background story, and it's still a good, a good movie where you follow along and still have heartfelt. Like, there's a, there's an attachment to it. It's kind of like a western or like, uh, what's it called? Uh, one of those like old school like samurai. Wolf and Cub type movies, you know, yeah. where you have like, you know, the grizzled fucking gunman yeah. just trying to hang it up. Trying to be tough and ends up like, yeah. Oh, it's like, um, what do you call it? Fucking why my brain found his name. They've done it in The Mandalorian now. They just did it in Obi Wan Kenobi. They're doing like here and there, you know. That's what it is, you know. It's like, yeah, you're acting tough, but you're probably the biggest heart and you end up like, yeah. Yeah. Who would you want to see, like, if they recast? Because, well, I mean, eventually, you're going to have a new I don't know any of these younger actors. Anymore. Yeah. I don't, so I don't watch enough shows or movies to know. Like, so when they throw people, I'm like, yeah. oh, he does this series. And I'm like, I'm so bad at yeah. the newer series. So I don't even know any good young actors. I think they should probably just get a no-name. Somebody, like, relatively, you know, so you don't see. I feel like those are the guys who surprise you. Yeah. Like, here's the other thing, too. Like, if you get a no-name and he's younger, like, you have to go into it optimistically, like, all right, we're, we're hoping we're doing a bunch of these movies. Yeah. I don't want a guy at the tail end of his fucking career. Yeah. You know, you want someone who this may establish him, and then he can go on to bigger, better things, you know? kind of hoping we get, like, a, I don't know, it makes me sound like a douche, but I hope we kind of get, like, a, a closer to the comics. Just because, like, you don't want to have something. Yeah, and then it's not just come being a comic book snob. It's more like, if you do, like, sex symbol Wolverine again, they're going to immediately compare him to Hugh Jackman, yeah. and that guy's going to be, you know, unfair. So here's my thing, like, when yeah. I grew up, what I was really loving, because just like everybody else, obviously that's why he's popular. I wasn't the only one to love him, but I loved Wolverine growing up. Yeah. Like, always, like, first comes. Anyway, yeah. But he was a short, angry guy, but he was funny, and, like, I loved him. He yeah. was gritty. And then a guy, another guy that pops in my head, but he was more of a hunter, he was, like, Lobo. But yeah. got these, like, fucking small but yoked, angry, yeah. fucking witty guys. And I'm trying to think, like, the problem is this generation, there's nobody gritty, handsome. Like there's no like yeah. fucking kind of bearded guys that yeah. just like me and Grizzly. They're all fucking handsome little pussies. And <laughs> I'm saying it out of like I can't be that guy, but yeah, like they're they're the, pretty boys. The look oh, yeah. it's very hard to find a guy who can pull off that look because yeah. that's not what they're going for anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're not gonna find that woodsman guy anymore, that, yeah. that guy who's been in the fucking cave or when it comes out, you can still under that beard, but like, oh, it's a good looking dude. He's funny. He's fucking yoked, small guy. All these guys are skinny and tall. 
tight jeans like leggings. You know, like, I don't know how, you, how, <laughs> how it's holding up these days, but you know, we probably could have pulled the the look off. They probably have to, they'd get him a wig. But uh, Jason Statham kind of has like that fucking. Dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Face that's kind of been like weathered, but he still is like. Yeah, I want him to like. All he'd have to do is like, it's all like, uh, it's all like you know the appearance, right? So like you would just have to pack a little more meat up top so it yeah. looks shorter. Yeah, and it just hunch it like bring his shoulders over, so he always just looks angry. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how tall he is, but like, just because in the old movies, he's Wolverine, a badass anyway. Wolverine's kind of towering over Cyclops, like he's yeah, and it's like yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> That's part of the reason why he has like the big long ears is because he's like insecure about his height, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, when I go to the doctor's office, I'm like five four, but five four and a half, so it's basically five five. Yeah. You always want to round up, so you're like five six. Packing on a couple of this, like, dude, so I'm basically like six. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, look, look at these boots, though. Uh, these boots. <laughs> you know, what I'm also hoping for it because she's. She's my favorite uh, team member. Is a uh, rogue that's a little more in line with what I would want because rogue probably was my introduction to fucking the X Men when I was a kid. Like she was the reason why like I started like you're like I'll read that? whatever you're doing. Exactly. <laughs> rogue was hot as fuck. Take my powers, yeah, right? Good. That was that was like the hook to her. Like she's I remember super hot. from the comics, and then I used to also collect. Because Skybox used to do a lot of the comic cards. Yeah, the cards, yeah. Yeah, and I remember, like, fuck, man, whoever drew this. Man, yeah, awesome. Jim Lee, yeah. But, I mean, like, all the stuff, you're like, when you look. As like, I'm looking at her. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like, oh, you bad bitch. <laughs> yeah. Take my powers, why yeah. don't you? I have, like, several of, like, her, her comic book covers from, like, the X-Men. And yeah, she was my favorite uh, team it's like member. Part of, it's, like, part of the game. But, like, listen, you know, if you touch me, you take my powers, so... You gotta jerk me off real quick. Ready? Go. It's a little game we play. Ah, so fun. I lose five years every time, but it's awesome. Worth it. Yeah. I don't know. The, the X Men had like really good, really good stories. They had like really they had deep stories and themes. Well, they get you I, in I with like the also, aesthetic. You also gotta remember, like, that's just what, that's kind of where we grew up in. So there's yeah. kind of like, that was really big when we were growing up. Yeah. You no. Know? I think towards, and then like my, I'm obviously your, your, your journey was probably a little different, but like my, as I was staying in the comics and like I was slow to fade off, but like I've been been into like more of the visual, so yeah. I started really loving Image Comics. So yeah. Like watching that and do the Young Blood Spawn and stuff like that, I was like, I just love visual, like the way they did the art. But that's when it comes to art. But like you said, when it comes to actual <laughs> stories and like backgrounds and having like, you know, a, a good um, base of a, what the depth of the character. Yeah. I mean. I think DC still has it, but like Marvel had oh, yeah, X-Men, yeah. you know? Well, like, uh, the art was kind of what hooked me in, too, obviously, because I was like, that was when I was drawing, like, all the time. When well, they started with the glossy covers, right? Yeah, exactly. That was but I was also, like, me and my friends were playing fighting games all the time. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. X, like, that cabinet, yeah. X-Men vs. Street Fighter, and, yeah, like, yeah. the uh, X-Men Children of the Atom video game, like, those things were kind of like on both sides as I was walking down this hallway of nerdiness, you know? <laughs> you know? And uh, so I had the comics. My best friend had like a lot of the comic book cards and I would see the artwork and I would, my interest would be peaked there. Yeah. And then obviously the X-Men cartoon was like a huge deal. And then my local arcade started getting like those video games and everything. And I was introduced to artists like 
Jim Lee from the comics, and then Bengus worked for Capcom, who was doing his version of the Jim Lee comics, but in Japan for Capcom, you know? And I was just gluttonously fucking consuming all that shit. Like, I love this fucking artwork, the way you draw, like, action uh, shots and poses and things like that. I couldn't get enough, you know? Like, even the artwork that they would do on things like this, like on the fucking cabinet, like, it was fucking amazing, and I just could not get enough. Yeah. 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 And that's... I feel like that's kind of what drew me into once I was that got me in the door. Now that I'm here, the stories are good. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. there's a lot to chew on. There's a lot of meat on the bone. I feel like some people ask me like, obviously, if, if you're been half asleep and don't realize who we are, so Drew's obviously a huge Spider-Man guy. I'm a big Batman guy. But like growing up, I was always like a Superman or yeah. X-Men. But what happens as you get older, you talk about death. So I started, I made my move into Batman, and it's because I love their stories. But yeah, visually, man, Marvel was fucking slapping me in the face. Yeah. And then, like I said, the Image Comics, those were so cool. Yeah. Um, and then um, I remember my brother went to a, a comic convention, and he came back with a couple of, like, you know, this is like, I had no idea what a comic convention was or what the whole point was. Yeah. Like, I was never into, like, knowing names. Like, you knew Jim Lee because you saw it everywhere, but you didn't, yeah. I didn't know artists, you know? I'm not going to act like I was that guy that, like, knew the names because I didn't. But, um, yeah, they had those artist centers where, like, a couple were there and they were doing, like, commissions. I remember my brother came home with this fucking dope, uh, the old school gray and blue Batman. And yeah. he's sitting on, our, on top of a gargoyle, and it's a long shredded cape. Like, the cape was, like, it was just a dope look of, like, yeah. Batman on the top of, obviously, a tower, I'm talking, like, hovering over a gargoyle. It was just like, I was like, oh, I'm going to check that one. <laughs> I mean, thanks. You know, shout out to my brother. My brother did everything I loved. I mean, part of it was because I wanted to do everything he did, but he did some cool shit that he may have did surface, and then I would take it and yeah. with it. Like, yeah. So that was one of the things that I definitely took. And, it was, uh, and after that, man, I was super yeah. close to all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, my best friend. There was my my little circle of friends. And then one of them had an older brother who had like their circle of friends. And we were like right on their heels. So like his older brother had like these cabinets full of like different comic books. So like either I would get to read through them myself or my friend would like retell some of the, the stories, which would then lead me to like wanting to read them, yeah. you know, but like there'd definitely be times where we just fucking hang out and read all these fucking comics. And like, I think one of the first Batman's, one uh, comics I read was like one where he's like hooked on painkillers or something like that, and it was fucking gnarly. The artwork is fucking. All of these were incredible, you know. And it was just like right up my alley. I think that that was at a point when I was kind of done drawing or I was kind of hiding it. I wasn't doing it as often, you know. Yeah. I think sports had kind of taken up my life more than anything, but. Yeah. That was the same thing. I just didn't feel I developed. I hit a plateau. Yeah. I was working with my boy, man. I would do a lot of drawing. He was really good with colors and really good with all that shit. And then, um, so yeah, so then um, what would happen was I kind of would fan back and just kind of watch him grow and get better. And I was getting into sports. But, um, but yeah, man, I, um, I, the, my first one with Batman was like, actually, my cousin gave me a paper book. So that way it's like not even just about the, the comic book. Yeah. And it was a story about him and Bane. 
and then go through the whole process of Bane just being this guy in this jail having dreams of a bat, a man who's a bat, and dreaming and dreaming. And I'm all like, you know, <clears throat> the whole story about him finding him actually, you know, yeah. letting him wearing him down so he can break his back. Yeah. And, and then his comeback. It was just stuff like that really hooked me into like loving who Batman was. I'm like, this dude's a badass. And then I read like all the workouts he did just to be back in the fucking shape. Yes. Yeah. Like, this is human? Yeah, he's a savage. Yeah. It's definitely, <laughs> that was one of the things, like, later on when I was an early teen. Because, like, like you said, when I was really young, I loved Superman. You know, but definitely outgrew him. Because this is, I wasn't super deep in it. You know, you're a little kid, you just, all you need to see is, like, the fucking crazy powers and shit. Yeah. Um, the, stu- the stories didn't need to be super deep. Um, uh, but that shit, it, it, it's not enough to keep you long-term, you know, how, how long do you think you would be able to sit in the stands or go back to the arena to watch the fucking Harlem Globetrotters dunk on the local fire department, you know, like it's fun every now and now and again, maybe once in a blue moon, but you know, you want to watch a whole season of that. <laughs> so I just, uh, felt like there were other characters that had like more challenges or had shades of gray and couldn't just pull any level of strength or ability out of their ass because the sun exists, you know? And I just found uh, just more interesting stories with all these other characters, not even just Spider-Man, like most of them. But Spider-Man, Superman does have his his stories, but they're mostly about like his ideals versus Lex Luthor's fucking horseshit, you know? Lex Luthor putting him in fucking and I, and shitty I love, situations. I really do. I, yeah. And I still love him to this day, and I love what he represents. And But it's weird if I was to look at that, like, as I think about it, like, I love them as a child. Yeah. If that makes sense. And I'm yeah. not hating on him. It's just that dream world of having this ultimate power. Like, he's the ultimate. Like, yeah. Like, the one thing I'll say about Don, he said it, he's a Chico. He yeah. Is. And so it just didn't seem as fun after you get older. Yeah. And then, um, what, like you said, like, so the storylines of, like, when he is somewhat human. So those are cool. And yeah. you're like, all right, well, Smallville and all this stuff is him trying to figure it out. Or when you go dark, I love this. Like Brightburn. Yeah. Fucking like those style or like uh, the Russian one. I didn't, they could have done more. Red Sun. Yeah. yeah. It was all right. But, um, but the idea of like, yeah, can this power manipulate you to do bad? You know, yeah. Those tangents are cool. And I wish they did more of that. They kind of did a little bit, which they did, Great with the video game, but I think the comic was. Con- I mean, the um, the animated movie was alright. It's injustice, though. Yeah. Um, just total like anxiety of like what would happen if like, hey, I'm gonna do what I want. I'm gonna fuck this. Honestly, none of you can stop me. That's part of the reason I'm why like I'm acting like this is because of a moral movement. I'm yeah. Just, like, I- I'm putting on this front that it's, it's because I'm doing it for the right, but I'm not. I'm yeah. Just doing it because I fuck because I can. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, injustice was awesome. Right? I feel like that's the reason why you get that story told so often is because uh, there's so many stories that are just kind of bland with him. You know, that's why you get like Hancock, Homelander, Brightburn, yeah. fucking all these other explorations of dark Superman, evil Superman, Bizarro, you know, Superboy Prime. Like, there's so many fucking evil Superman stories. Like, yeah. you know. And it's because they're trying to spice them up, you know, make them. It's hard to make the goody two-shoe Boy Scout character interesting for long periods of time, you know? And then now they make his son, and besides Kryptonite, his biggest fucking, (laughs) 
The biggest fucking evil is another man's dick. <laughs> Have you seen the cape? Have you seen the cape? His, no, his boyfriend made him. His boyfriend made him a rainbow cape. <laughs> I love I it. I wonder if he's like, you know, how like you got present, like you're supposed to act like you like him. You don't. I wonder if he was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> like I told you, I was gay. What no, I think you? he was super into it. <laughs> I think he loved it. So I'm supposed to just tell everybody. You know? <laughs> if people ask, am I supposed to tell people you made this? <laughs> I don't know if you watch The Incredibles, but they said strictly no capes. <laughs> so if we're in this new age, I probably shouldn't wear this. Well, you know what? This is weird. This is a side topic, I guess, before we wrap up. Yeah. Uh, I I hope that this was them making like John Kent because the new Superman is is Clark's son, right? I'm hoping that, and I haven't read it. Let me preface by saying that. Uh, I'm hoping that this was an, somebody, an artist, a writer who had like an actual story they wanted to tell that, that this was something that was in their heart or in their mind that like they felt need to be told. Instead of like executives at Warner Brothers, DC, you know, yeah. trying to shoehorn this in, trying to pander to particular community because they're getting feedback that's negative because they don't have enough representation of other certain groups, you know? Yeah. Like, I love Miles Morales. I feel like there's a lot of interesting stories that go on with him that have nothing to do with him being black. He just happens to be black, you know? Yeah. Um, he's a great character. But if I found out that people at Marvel were just like, uh, we don't have enough uh, minorities. Let's uh, let's make Peter Parker black now. I think that would sour it a little bit for me. Yeah. Well. All right. So here's again. We can talk about this another episode, but that that'll take up a whole other episode. Yeah. But like, so I agree with that. There's got to be a good storyline in your heart. It's got to be an organic yeah. storytelling. Um, but sometimes, no matter if the reason it started was whatever, yeah. but if you can take advantage of it, like say for example, it was like, hey. This is a marketing thing. Let's add this to the checklist of things that we've done before yeah. somebody else. Let's make a black character, right? Yeah. Cool. Now there's an artist who's like, hey, if I have an opportunity to get on board and make some stories or some issues for this guy, I'm going to use this platform to make some stories that will be more geared towards the black community or the gay community or yeah. whatever. Like, I feel like those are some cool positive things. But I agree, man. Like, if I just want to cram down people's throats. I was actually, or, so this is kind of a good, this is kind of a good kind of thing that I kind of, I randomly have to see this the other day too. So um, I was watching the football life of Michael Vick the other day, right? Yeah. So they have all these people making their comments on that. So people who coached them, people who personal, and then they also had the, the head of PETA there and they were making their comments on stuff, right? So yeah, Michael Vick, for people who don't know, all-star, all-star, all-pro quarterback, amazing. Just such a talented guy. Long story short was part of this huge dogfighting fucking program at his house and whatever. Went to jail for, I think, a year and a half, two years. Anyway, uh, post-incarceration, he was doing a lot of, like, anti-dogfighting and doing all this stuff. Um, so, yeah, people are like, dude, he's changed. He's had time to sell. He's thinking about his ways because he thought about, like, hey, grew up, that's all he knew. And now he's realizing, like, dude, that's that's not cool. Like, I don't like it. So he changed his ways. So we talk about second chance. You talk about the whole point of, any incarceration, any time 
a penalty, the whole point is to change you, right? Yeah. So if you are going to hate the fact that he's changed, then what's the whole point of incarceration? If you don't want to allow him to, to get that second chance, yeah. then you're, you know, incarcerating him and doing all this was bullshit anyway. Yeah. Because it, it was supposed to allow him the opportunity. He served his time. Stop, stop, putting on, yeah, yeah. stop putting him on the cross. So what's happening is all these people know him intimately. They're like, he's changed. He's a good guy. He still goes out and does his own thing, you know, and – to this day, still goes to kids, does all these programs on behalf of, you know, um, preventing dog abuse and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So the lady from PETA, now her her perspective was like, I get it. It looks good on paper. And as a man who's hard when you got charged with this, it looks good. I'm glad he's doing the work. He's actually doing it. But his actual intentions, I don't agree with. I feel like this. So, again, you got perspective. She's yeah. just like, I think it's a facade. Yeah. But in my head, my thing is like, if the shit's getting done. Yeah. At, at what point, I mean, I'm all about intention yeah. and energy. But it's a gray area. So, you know, at what point, like, if he's doing the work, yeah. I mean, do we really want to, what's more important, what's more important is that the yeah. word's getting out and people are actually, is he affecting and changing people's minds and yeah. lives? Or the fact that, well, they didn't really mean to, he's, he's found some bullshit. So yeah. it's like one of those things where, like, if we can add exposure and awareness to a gay community lifestyle or the black community and, like, culturally what could be different in an issue like maybe it started weird but hopefully there's a, an author who's like you know what i'm going to take advantage of this platform regardless of how it started yeah and we'll bring some cool awareness to this character well if know. i was going to say something and be trying to specify exactly what i meant i mean more like if there's an artist who's excited to tell like these stories you know like I want to get on and tell like a story about alvin and the chipmunks so i want to write an alvin and the chipmunks movie and you're already halfway through it or you're done with it and the studio's like trying to cram some message down your throat and change your movie yeah, yeah, yeah. because they have an agenda that people they want to pander yeah. to i don't like that I you know I'm like yeah let's make uh simon or theodore gay he's they're gay now wonder why launchpad single <laughs> <laughs> hear me out <laughs> Yeah, I just don't like artists having their their vision changed to like check boxes for some executive fact or whatever. You know, that's a whole other episode too. Yeah. Think about that, man. Like the people who run these entertainment and art artistic genres, like the people in control, aren't the artists? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's movies. That's music. Think about those guys. Those yeah. your actual artists are very rarely in control. Yeah, I was listening to, I've been listening to a lot of Max Landis, who's who's on the cross right now, then he's canceled. You say it, he's your buddy. <laughs> like he, was, he says it like a few, more than a few times, because I think he was a screenwriter first. He wrote scripts before he started like directing and doing show running, things like that and everything, eventually making comics and things like that. And he, was, he says it, he was like, the movie that comes out is very rarely representative of the original script. That thing mm -hmm. he's just going to go through like multiple multiple people's hands and multiple changes by multiple people the studio they're gonna have their notes they're gonna have things that they want sometimes force in shoehorn in there and tinker with your stuff and it's out of your control yeah. you know especially once you've sold it like it's kind of belongs to them now you know so people shit on him for certain movies of his but he's like i get it you know but and there was something weird like not weird, but he pointed out that uh, 
it's kind of taboo to point out that they have or distance yourself from a script or saying that somebody else has has tampered with your script or something like that because it kind of throws them under the bus or something like that so it's like like a professional etiquette or something like that so yeah. that's something he said like more recently because there was a time where he didn't give a fuck and he was fucking talking about everybody's like movies and he was like yeah that was kind of wrong and he was kind of a dipshit back then you know he's made his mistakes because he used to shit on Zack Snyder endlessly and then Zack Snyder made Lex Luthor pretty much the carbon copy of him like in the fucking in uh, Batman v Superman I think it was <laughs> Yeah. Right, we had a good episode today. Yeah, buddy. A lot of fun. It's great to have our powwow again. Right? Yeah, we'll get this up ASAP. Um, we want to encourage everybody to go check out our Instagram and give us feedback. Tell them, tell us how much you missed us. Tell us uh, which one's your favorite and why is it Nico? Uh, <laughs> if he was going to wear a shirt, what kind of shirt would you want to see him rip off before he... I want to go Exposed with the, uh, delicious abs. the mesh netted uh, tank top. Yeah. That like. Ooh, it's raining men, Nico. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the Jamaican colored one. You can go like plain black, like the like the one that was in the inside of the Tupac cover. <laughs> Not that I know what I'm talking about. I I may have seen it. Uh, I think I think. Oh, the leather scrappy joint. Yeah. 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 Maybe I don't know. Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let us know all of these things. Uh, how your feelings about these past couple sentences on the Instagram? Uh, if dynamic. you heard nothing of the episode, hear this, uh, Nico, twenty twenty two. Dynamic dot menace on Instagram. Uh, swing by and say hey, and uh, we'll see you next time. All right, Joe.